welcome to Things That Will Help with Buffy Barfoot. This podcast explores what it's like to be human and how to find tools to feel clear, grounded, and happier. Each episode will have a different theme, and we'll talk about things that help to bring that theme to real life. The human stories ahead do not negate the heart or the dark, but rather point to the lighthouses along the way. This is Buffy. This episode is entirely devoted to telling the truth and why I think it matters. A few years ago, I walked into a yoga studio and began to prepare the room to teach. I was folding blankets and organizing the blocks and getting my music ready to play for when the class started. It's one of my favorite times setting up the space before the students arrive. And I use it not only to organize the room, but to declutter my thoughts and clear my brain of anything that came before. I clean up the room, and I clean up my brain and heart at the same time. And as I was folding the blankets, I saw a student I've known for years, and she smiled at me. I went a little bit closer to her and noticed that she looked exhausted. I asked her how she'd been thinking that it had been a while since she'd been in my class. And I saw something in her eyes that I couldn't place, and my intuition told me to stop organizing the room and to kneel down in front of her. I said again, how are you? And she looked at me and said, do you want the ground truth or the official truth? I told her I didn't really know the difference. And she explained that the official truth is the soundbite that is polished and edited and ready for airing to the public. The ground truth, on the other hand, is what is actually happening on the ground in the heart of the action. It's the unpolished, potentially uglier version and the one that's not generally ready for public consumption. I was surprised that anybody would want anything else. But I told her that I always wanted the ground truth. And then I took a deep breath to settle my body so I could hold her story. And she said, it is so incredibly hard right now just to get out of bed. My family is falling apart in foundational ways and I'm at the center of that turmoil. Everybody is angry at me and my shame level is rocket high. I listened. And she went on with the details of a family story that was complex and sad. And she just sat there on her yoga mat and told me everything. I didn't rush to respond because there was little to say. And I knew it was more important to hold space for her rather than respond with a potential solution. When she was finished with her story, she seemed really tired but her eyes looked more clear just from telling a portion of her inner life. I held her gaze to make sure that she was finished. She seemed ready to practice, and I understood all that it had taken for her to have shown up with her yoga mat that morning, and also the importance of her getting to tell her story. I learned more from her that day about the ground truth than I could have ever taught her in a yoga class. Today, I really want to share some things both generally and personally about the truth and why I think that living from a space of ground truth is so important. 
the ground truth is collected on location. It is our direct experience reported without edits. Oof. Without making it pretty. Without making it comfortable for other people. And without making it comfortable for ourselves. When we report the ground truth, we tell it from direct observation without interference. And I really, really think we could use more of that these days, don't you think? When is the last time that you held your own truth in your hands without interference from the outside? The term may have actually originated in the military where it refers to tactical information rather than reports and plans that have passed through official channels and have been polished and sanded down in some way. Here is what I know today from my personal place of truth. The ground truth is the most powerful thing that we have, and when we are offered the space to tell that truth, our healing can accelerate. The energy output of official truth is way more than the energy output of ground truth. It's super high maintenance. And these days with the individual and planetary problems that we're facing, I just, I don't think we have any, any time for high maintenance. Right now, because of what our planet is going through and what we as individuals are going through, I think we are at a threshold. After this, after this time period, I think that more people will be called to telling their ground truth, partly because of the exhaustion from all the pretense. And frankly, the official truth is so much more work and just extra layers of suffocation. And for most of us during this pandemic, especially, we've developed even more of a gag reflex to bullshit. How do we react when someone else tells the ground truth? I think one of two things happen. Either we're lit up by it, like how we feel when we're watching the movie Rudy or any feel-good sports movie that champions the underdog or something like that. Or we secretly decide the person is too much for us and then we quietly change the subject. Mostly, we like when people are brave and vulnerable and full frontal with their story until we don't. And then they take one step too far. It's like the people right now who are telling the ground truth for the first time on social media. It's kind of like they're being pushed out onto the carpet to tell something that they've never told before because of of what this, this pandemic is bringing out of them. And generally, we love that. We share it. We point to it. Mostly. But if it snags us the wrong way on a day where we would just kind of prefer the sun to shine and the official truth to rain, then we look away and we hide them in our news feed. Jack lost his job and and, and he made a vulnerable post about it last week. But man, does he need to keep harping on it? I mean, why can't Jack just move on and post about his gratitude practice, huh? So often, we live in fear of what would happen if we shared like that and were not received well. There is probably something that you're not telling the truth about and you're afraid to because you don't want to be judged. 
I, I really love comedians that tell the ground truth because they point to something universal in all of us. And they talk about where we all intersect, especially in the parts where we like to hide. Amy Schumer is somebody that I that I like watching. Um, in the last couple of years, she had a baby and and was pretty open and transparent about about her um, her difficulty getting pregnant, and then her her pregnancy wasn't easy. And even in her postpartum discussion and and discussion about motherhood, she is all real talk and. Um, she comes at it from such a space of self-deprecation and, and transparency that it's, it's not only hilarious, but it's something that most mamas can relate to. We love it. We relate and we often turn right around and then try to present ourselves as perfect while simultaneously loving her for not being perfect and then being transparent about it. I think we like to see mostly where the common denominator is because it makes us feel less alone and less broken. And at best, we feel permission to feel free enough to be honest about ourselves. And oh my goodness, how amazing the feeling is of being honest to the very bone. Social media is usually the highlight reel for people. It's kind of like the official truth in all of its glory but when we see somebody who's made themselves vulnerable, vulnerable by telling their ground truth and we get to witness it, usually we feel something loosen in ourselves, like it might be possible to feel that freedom in our own story and our own delivery. But something important here to point out is that there's collateral damage that comes with telling the ground truth, and that is, is that you will lose people. You will lose some people. Those are not your people. But the thing is, they never were your people. So it's not really collateral damage, but more like it's house cleaning. And then more time gets to be spent in the marrow rather than out on the edges. And so I'm telling you to tell the truth because it's going to clean up your life. And when you're living from the space of ground truth, you are clarifying who you are. And what you have to bring in. And that means that some people will inevitably fall away. Something that I've started doing regularly is I check in with what I call a whole body yes meter. The first place that I feel shame is is in my body. I feel hot and my heart races. I panic and I get almost hyperactive trying to wish or will away something that I've said or done that I feel ashamed of. And once I settle down enough to see more clearly, which is usually when I've called one of my people to pull me down from the rafters, then I get out my whole body yes meter. And I I have a few questions that I always ask myself. Was what I did ground truthful? And the shame I am feeling just a worry that I will be judged. Or am I ashamed because what I said or did wasn't the ground truth, but in fact, in the official truth category, and I'm feeling ashamed of somehow not showing up as authentically as I could have. 
If I'm coming to the table with my ground truth and I'm settled with that, then I am a whole body, yes. And I can feel it all over. I believe that our bodies are such a treasure trove for this kind of inner work. And you can train yourselves to to do this. And you can get better at it if you keep working these questions and really touching in to how how it feels in your body and you can feel it in your body when you're living from a place of ground truth I once had a student tell another student of mine something that got back to me he said that he'd stopped coming to my class because it was obvious that I was having relationship problems and he was tired of hearing it through my dharmas this was um this was years ago. This was maybe like 10 years ago. Oof. It was such a hard one to to hear. First of all, I think that he was on to something. I was going through a particularly hard time of consecutive heartbreaks and I was a newer yoga teacher and I'd not totally learned to teach from my scars instead of my wounds. But oh lord, it hurt to hear it. And I felt the the hot shame first. And then I realized something about my teaching. That sharing the ground truth with my students was not always helpful to them. If it made them feel like they had to take care of me instead of being witness to themselves in yoga, then it was counterproductive. And I don't always think that the truth has to be productive But when thinking about the kind of dharmas that I wanted to deliver to my students and how I wanted to wrap it in to to a teaching moment, then being productive did matter to me in those moments. And so I trimmed things down because I came to realize that my public class dharmas were not necessarily the place to process my, my heartbreaks. But process with my inner circle, you bet. And sometimes you're going to get feedback about your ground truth from people like that, like my student. And they're just drawing boundaries for themselves. And I I think that's totally okay. And I could have kept on sharing in this way. And I would have collected students that wanted that rawness only. But I did the whole body yes test. And what I found was that actually I needed a little bit more separation between my teaching and my inner circle of raw sharing. And this was a super helpful lesson from that student because I I could live from a space of ground truth without telling every Tom, Dick, and Harry my ground truth. I, I get to decide and I get to sift through the feelings and share what is helpful, cathartic, and reasonable to me on any given day. Somebody once told me that I would be bringing in my medicine in my 40s. In other words, my life's purpose and my life's work would start to crystallize and become more clear in my 40s. And for what it's worth, I found that to be right on target. But I think the evidence for this points to that the medicine you bring is directly related to when you stop caring or caring less about the official truth and then you start living and creating from the ground truth. And for some people, they're lucky enough for this to happen in their 20s or in their 30s. But I think for so many of us, it seems to come a little bit later 
in the 40s or the 50s when things um, that are less important have fallen away. Again, I want to press this point in that living from a place of ground truth doesn't mean that you have to be public or out loud with every stumbling block or story. I'm a very private person and I don't share everything. But it does, living like this does mean a deeper recognition and honesty with your inner circle. I think you can be as loud or as quiet as you want to be, but your truth can still be what you choose to stand on. And I'm going to say this, pick your inner circle wisely because they are the ones that will act as your mirrors and not everybody belongs in that precious space. I once, a few years ago, had a close friend tell me that I'm too much. Too deep, too serious, too sensitive, too processy, too soul-searching. And she broke up with me, mostly. We stay surface friends and, and we're very, very happy and polite to pass each other in the hallways. But she basically told me that she wanted to think about things in life a little more lightly and that, that essentially I dug down too deep. And this was really hard for me to hear. But after examination, I felt a whole body yes. She was speaking her ground truth, and she was maintaining her boundaries and wishes for her life. And she was right. I was all of those things to the core of my being. And I require my inner circle to be witness to me being those things. And people who can't witness that in me, people who see me as too much and too complicated and, and too sensitive, those are not my inner circle people. And it doesn't mean that I stopped loving her and wishing her well and her me, but an intimacy was lost. And what I quick, quickly realized was that it was supposed to fall away and that we were both better off. The ground truth has a tendency to cut the outer crust off and leave only the marrow. And that is what you want to keep the marrow. If there is a silver lining in this pandemic time, I think there's no, no more time for gloss. And we're all getting more interested in the ground truth, which seems to be ever-changing. You know, I think these little, these little truth spaces that come up, they're not pillars of concrete, but they're malleable and they're liquid. When I get together with my girlfriends on the phone, on Zoom, um, we kind of do this every week or two, and the ground truth is often a multitude of things. It's some light pockets, some funny things, and some also some really dark things. And they're all true on a given day. And we usually cover the whole spectrum. And the next day it may be something entirely different. And my advice for that is to make space for that. Make space for them, for these people in your world. Make space for yourself and make space for that to change. You might be tired. I'm, I'm really tired too. Isn't it interesting how this 
global pandemic has made us tired to the bone. Well, what I do know is the official truth will make you more tired. There is trimming and there's cropping with official truth. And with the ground truth, you can just tear it out of the notebook. It's raw and uneven. It's not prepared. But it's deeply accepted. More accepted than you probably worry that it will be. Because your ground truth will likely give someone permission who is witnessing you. I want to talk a little bit about Martha Graham, who is um, one of my favorite dance figures. And even if you're not in the dance world or, or don't know much about dance at all, um, you've likely heard of Martha. And her dad was a psychologist and used to tell her that the body does not lie And she absolutely told the truth in her choreography and in her dance. And she built quite the dance signature of movement and movement language. And it was one of the most powerful of her time. And I want to read you a Martha Graham quote that I just dearly love. It sits on my desktop and is a constant reminder um, to me of the ground truth. She said, There is a vitality, a life force, an energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all of time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and it will be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good it is or how valuable or how it compares with other expressions. It is your business to keep it yours clearly and directly, to keep the channel open. She, here she is really talking about art and dance and making a mark in the world somehow, but I also think that she's talking about living a life that is abundantly and truthfully you. The ground truth narrows the scope and it gets to the essence of who you are and what your language is, your ness, and how that could be medicinal in the world. Buffy ness, Martha ness. At the beginning of this pandemic, along with all the businesses that were closing, the yoga studio that I teach at also closed temporarily. And many, many yoga teachers were left without work and a way to teach. And immediately, people began to offer their yoga classes online, like through Zoom or Facebook Live, just like right from their living room. And um, they were creating all kinds of yoga opportunities for their students to connect with them. And it just seemed really pretty seamless for a lot of people. And I took a day or two to watch it kind of all unfold on Facebook and Instagram. And my anxiety, it was increasing by the hour as I watched people release all these classes. And I I felt compelled and pressured to do the same. But my circumstances right now are that I have a newborn who was born in late January. I also have a four-year-old extroverted little little boy Otis who performs 
all the time, nearly every hour that he's awake, he is performing and he, he, he likes to have an audience. And I also have a husband who is newly working from home, 10 to 12 hour days, and, and Matt paces around the kitchen on conference calls and gets snacks while he's talking on the phone and holding his laptop. And I'm, meanwhile, I'm breastfeeding my newborn and my breasts are leaking on a regular basis and I feed her with what seems like, you know, almost, almost constantly I'm feeding her. And I'm looking at all these, these facts and I just didn't see how I was going to pull this off. I didn't see how I was going to be able to teach in my living room at all. But I wanted to help. I wanted to offer something. But live streaming yoga from my living room was just a hard no. But I wanted to bring my medicine in. Not only for others, but for myself to stay connected and grounded during this time of uncertainty. And the same day... I will tell you that I got an email from a dear and special student and it said that she had a vision for a podcast that I would do called Things That Will Help and that she wanted to produce it for me. And I felt my Ness look up from underneath the covers. I could record in my closet at night after my children went to bed. I could manage one hour a week of content and reflection And it did not take me long, just really a few minutes of thinking about it. And I was a whole body yes. And it was clear to me that that was exactly how it should be. Leave the online yoga classes to the ones who can pull that off right now. And that I would do this. You don't need to do everything. You just need to do what you come by honestly. A squirrel is very much a squirrel. A squirrel is not a pig or a dog. It just knows how to be a squirrel. But it's interesting, we don't often give ourselves that much freedom. Instead, we get knocked around by trends and pressures and peers and what everyone else is doing and thinking instead of just being us. We're coming out of this time different We are coming out of this time new and brave and more raw than we were before. We're coming out of this time more truthful. That is inevitable. And the question is, is how are you going to carry yourself forward? So quiet the noise so you can hear that you have a particular ground truth. And then act accordingly. Keep your inner circle clear and close and bring forth your particular medicine. The world is waiting for it and we are thirsty for it, even if we don't know you yet. I'm sending huge love and bravery and support and wellness your way today and always. Thanks so much for listening.